toward um, me chewing on a pretzel. It's good. You guys ready? You guys ready? We gotta actually have a lot of news too. Yeah. Yes, we do. Oh, it's getting my sniffles out here. Here we go. Welcome to Talk Around Riyadh, the Wheel of Time showcast. I am your host, Joe Perry, here with my co-host, Jen Isgro. How are you doing tonight, Jen? I am super excited about tonight, Joe. As am I, Jen. As am I. And how are you doing, Tom Kakoza, our other co-host? Uh, I'm uh, I'm stoked. This is going to be a real special episode, Joe. It is a very special episode. It's probably our most special episode yet. It might be our most special episode ever, so... Wow. Um, Let's hope not. Lot- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a, yeah. Reach for we'll, the stars. Right. That's right. We'll reach for the stars. So, th- but this is our this is our most special episode to date. Right. How's that? Is that better? What's the Simpsons thing? It's like <laughs> the worst, worst day of, day your, of life. your life so far. So far, yeah. <laughs> well, what, it's uh, that's like Office Space, right? He's like, every day is worse than the last. Yeah. So, like <laughs> every day, you <laughs> ask me what's the worst day of life. It's today. <laughs> <laughs> this is the opposite. This is our best episode yet, hands down. We've got a lot to talk about. We've got a lot of news. And then once we get through the news, we have a very special guest. We're fortunate enough to be able to sit down virtually with actress Jennifer Chion Garcia, who is playing Liane on the show. We recorded this. This is a pre- It's a pre-recorded interview. It's not live. So we're going to be playing that just a little bit later. So let's get into the news, though, because we do actually have a lot of news this week. So I'm really excited to talk about this. Our first piece of news comes from none other than WattSeries.com. They posted an article about the kennel that's supplying the wolves for the Wheel of Time. So the kennel is called, all right, Zmolu S. Kennel. So their website has them listed as for multiple filming dates in October and February of 2020. And one of the things that they noted was that it was a very demanding shooting of the Wheel of Time for which we have been preparing the pack for half a year. So you guys have seen this. What are your thoughts on this? I'm very excited. Honestly, like not to bring up Game of Thrones for the eight millionth time, but they weren't able to utilize their singular wolves very well. I feel like they, especially with ghosts, he kind of just would appear every so often when they remembered to put him in and he wasn't really interacting with people. I understand that's also supposed to be a larger than normal sized wolf. So they had to use CGI for him, but it just wasn't natural. And to know that they've been training an entire pack of wolves just makes me very happy. It means they're just going to use them in the right way and they're going to look good. And we even saw that one scene where supposedly it was a wolf attacking a white cloak which was amazing to see. I'm just really excited that they're really going full steam ahead with the pack of wolves. Yeah, they're not cutting wolves, so we know that, right? right? (laughs) Which is awesome. And yeah, you're right. It looks like they're going full wolf. So I think we got, we we have a new hashtag, hashtag wolf news. (laughs) Right. Um, Although I think did we use did we use that in another episode? I, I feel know. like I remember. Maybe we, we did. I feel I like mean, I remember putting a wolf howling in an episode. So. We did. We we, we had when, the episode uh, where where they revealed some stunt footage of like wolves attacking. So this isn't the like although that wasn't confirmed. That was like leaked footage. So it's possible that it was fake. And this is like a confirmation by a, a reputable uh, wolf training entity. I I, th- I think it's interesting um, that these are actually like part wolf. Like they're they're mostly obviously they're they're, they're they're dogs that look wolfish, but they're like I don't know what we say like you know eighteen percent wolf or something like that, which I think is, is is pretty cool to me. The timing of it is interesting since the wolves really appear in Eye of the World mostly in like one chunk of storyline, but they had filming in October and again in February of this year, which implies that they are in episodes five or six, as well as episodes like. I guess three, two or three. I think, um, I think so. Narg put a whole like break his theory of the wolves and what like episodes and scenes they were going to be in on the Daily Trollic Reddit. So if anyone wants to check that out, he did a pretty good breakdown. I think he had it as October was still block one. So it's episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the thoughts are, are they going to introduce wolves early on? Maybe. I think that. It's really more the five or six part of, of February that surprises me. Mm-hmm. And it's possible, too, that like even though in general they were doing things episodically, that they 
did all the wolf stuff at the beginning and then they had to come back for reshoots in February or they, you know, because of the availability of, you know, the wolf actors, they had to film those things at certain times. So there's, <laughs> no, I mean, whatever. I mean, I'm being half facetious, but it's, it's true. I mean, whatever. Who knows? Maybe like the wolves really can't film in the dead of winter, you know, so they have to like wait until February, which is still the dead of winter. That's a good point. Yeah, that's like, a good point, though. You know, um, it, it's possible that there are reasons why it was broken down that aren't necessarily plot related. Although, in general, everything that we hear is that they they were filming relatively chronologically, at least episode by episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's interesting to me. I think the way the breakdown that I that I did that I think may be right or a right-ish about these things. Like, I don't know exactly where it would have to be episode five. I think that they would appear in not episode six, but they can do things differently. Who knows? Yeah. I have uh yeah. My episode breakdown does not support wolves being in episode five no. or six <laughs> at all. But I, Tom, I'm starting to think this is more supporting your theory that they're kind of going to flip around the whole Faldara aspect and maybe throw in that beginning portion of the great hunt into the you know the the last part of eye of the world before before they go to the eye I'm, I'm starting to believe that more and more now yeah i i don't i mean i'm sure i'm gonna be wrong but i really think i'm right about that like <laughs> i really think that's what they're doing so we'll find out and i again i fully believe i'm wrong but i really think i'm right <laughs> okay that's good that's good but i mean it's good news right we definitely got confirmation as wolves uh, not just a wolf, but multiple wolves. So that's good news. So we're happy about that. Now we just got to see how they portray that whole, you know, communication of wolves with Perrin. Um, that's going to be a key part too. So we'll we'll have to wait for that though. So next up, I have Alvaro Morte was in an article in the Diario de Sevilla which is a Spanish newspaper. And this was spotted by Wattseries.com and Narg posted it on the Daily Trollic Reddit. There was an interview with Alvaro and I want to, I'm going to basically quote this article in English via Google Translate. So, um, so the question was, have you had any, I'm sorry, have you experienced the pandemic? Do you draw any conclusions? This is probably not the greatest translation, I'm sure. His answer was, I was lucky enough to finish a project I was doing in Prague, The Wheel of Time, a production for Amazon Prime Video, and I returned to Madrid a week before confinement was decreed. So it sounds like he's finished his filming. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, so, I think. Yes. I agree. I think yeah. with all of our episode breakdowns, yeah. it syncs up at least. We, none of us, I don't think, had him in the last two episodes. No. So, Whether it's the end of the eye of the world or the beginning of the great hunt, he wouldn't necessarily be appearing in those. He could have, but him not being there is lines up better with the story that we know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't think anything here is out of the ordinary. If he wasn't done filming, I don't think that would have surprised me either. Right. Considering we have no idea how they're expanding his storyline, but it's good to know that we have confirmation that he is done filming. So we can speculate more on that. <laughs> Our next piece of news is from Rosamund Pike. So she was on the Empire Film Podcast. And this, again, was posted by Narg on the Daily Trollic Reddit. And in the interview, it's a short little blurb that she had with them. She stated that they finished the last shot of episode six just before shutting down. So I thought that was pretty uh, providential, as Varen would say. <laughs> So they just got in the last shot of episode six before the shutdown. She was confident that filming will be completed this year. And one other comment that I also you know, made a star next to was that she uh, said that she recognized an atmosphere of something special. Jen, your thoughts on that? It's good to hear that she's been on a lot of movie sets. So for her to recognize something special means it obviously is special, which we all know because... It's a very special story, Joe. It is a very special story. <laughs> so, but she didn't say the sto- she didn't say the story was special. She said the atmosphere okay, of but the that's production good too. was special. The people who are making the the show are also special. There's a lot of special things going on. But yeah, it's good to hear her say that. It's good that she's confident they're going to be going back, which I think we all figured at least by the end of the year they would be finished. So um, yeah, all positive stuff. Tom, are you as confident as Rosamond about the filming being completed this year? Yeah, you know, I am. I think that I think with two episodes and the fact that they're 
looking to gear up to start filming in the next few weeks from what we understand. I think that they can do that before, even if there is, as, as people fear, like a second wave of the coronavirus that's going to hit uh, in late fall or whatever, they should be able to knock out two episodes in three months. So I, I think that they should be able to do it. I hope that they will. And then again, like we've talked about, a lot of the post-production stuff can be done during quarantine. So if, and hopefully that's not the case, but if you know this fall turns out to be bad, uh, hopefully they'll be able to to finish it beforehand, barring anything uh, disastrous happening on set. I, I'm also encouraged. I mean, you know, a, some of that, yeah, we have to kind of take with a grain of salt, like who is going to be the lead of a series and go, well, you know, it's a paycheck, right? Like, well, maybe she might be tipping. She might be, she might know something. It just doesn't say it. And it's just expressing it in the way that, you know, her saying that I'm confident that filming will be completed this year could translate to her knowing that she's going back in like three weeks. Definitely. Yeah, no, I mean, oh, I I think that's the case. I meant more to the to the specialness of the set. Oh. Like, I feel like it's always encouraging to hear any artist about uh, an item that you're passionate about seeing or experiencing and talk about how much they liked participating in it. But again, like that's I wasn't like, uh, oh, well, this is a lock, you know, because she said it was good because, again, she's the lead of the show. It does tie in with what everybody else has said. And you'll hear you'll hear that more later. You know, that, that, that this does seem like a really special kind of environment for actors. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we just keep hearing the same thing over and over about how great it is and how everyone who's been working on it's been blown away and, you know, thinks it's going to be something special. Yeah. I mean, is that just lip service? Does everybody say that when they're working on a show? I don't know because I've never really followed a show this closely. I mean, I followed Game of Thrones a bit when they were in the early stages, when they were casting and things like that. But I didn't follow it as, as hardcore as this. So I will um, say, I like to think that they're being honest. I feel like there are things that actors and actresses or, you know, to use the, you know, the, the, that actors say uh, that when they're not actually that enthused about the work that they've done, but they need to sound enthused. Uh, so like um, Mark Wahlberg on The Happening? Was oh he God. thinking the same No, thing? I think Mark Wahlberg actually thought that that movie was going to be good. Um, <laughs> but I think he might still think that movie is good. I, but it's not. But I think like um, you'll see people talk about like how much fun the set was or like how they really enjoyed working with the people. But they won't really talk about the quality of what they the work itself. You know, you always find something positive to say because you never want unless you're like, you want to burn it down. like. <laughs> but the fact that they're really doubling down on the fact that they believe that this is going to be a high quality. And she does give a caveat in the interview about the fact that like, you obviously you never know what the end result is because she hasn't seen the end result. But she says like what she feels on uh, about it, you know, how she felt on the set was something that she thought was very special and very exciting. So, yeah, I think that the fact that everyone is really very, very forceful about the, the fact that they think this is going to be high quality is a good sign. Yeah. Uh, I just want to add too that Narg post did post this on the Daily Trollic, but it was spotted by another other than Geekieri. So thank you, Geekieri. <laughs> so we've got one last piece of news. Um, and this is a good one, so I saved it for last. So What Up, if anyone who doesn't know what What Up is, it's a YouTube channel run by John. If you've ever seen it before, check it out. Great. Look him up. It's What Up, W-O-T-U-P on youtube um he covers news he does he's like super he's like the scoop guy i think like every time there's a piece of news out like the next day he's got a video up <laughs> about it so he follows the show closely go check that out he was able to score an interview with one of the extras from the show so he just put out a video recently i will if i remember i will link the video in our show notes because you have to go check it out if you haven't seen it yet so the interview was done via text. Um, the person who he interviewed, the extra, wanted to be very careful because they had to sign an NDA, of course. So they wanted to make sure they didn't say anything they shouldn't. So so he did the interview via text. Um, I believe, again, I, I believe he said that Geekieri helped him uh, yeah. um, set up the interview. And everything's confirmed. This is really an extra from the show. It's not just you know somebody pretending they were on the show. And they were a part of multiple episodes in their filming. They were very positive about the cast and the roles. I'm not going to go through every question. Again, watch the video if you've seen it. These are just some things I, I noted. Um, they mentioned that they were originally offered a role as a tinker, 
but wound up being cast as a servant for Aes Sedai. That was one of those things that raised my eyebrows. So servant for Aes Sedai, what do you, what do you guys think that is? What, what scene are you thinking of for that? I, I was thinking because um, the person also mentioned that they were on set with um, Yosha and Barney, who play Rand and Matt. Yeah, so yeah, they said they were in a scene with them. I was thinking of maybe like when they're leaving Faldara and everybody's kind of leaving at the same time. Aren't they all like out in the courtyard at, at the same time? Yeah. Like the the Amerlin and also Randon Matt and, you know, uh, Ingtar and all those guys. Yeah. So that's, right, that's and hunts. so it, I'm sure they have like, you know, other people's servants milling around with the with the Aes Sedai. So that's the only scene I could think of where a servant and Aes Sedai. No, because even in like when Rand meets the Amerlin, like there wouldn't there wasn't a servant in the room. So that was the only scene I could think of where all those people would be together in the first season. Um, unless yeah. it's a scene that is just creative for the show. How about you, Tom? You, do you have any thoughts on this, what the scene could be? Yeah, well, I, my first instinct was something similar. I think it's a Faldara. I do think that it has something to do with that. I don't know if it's when they're leaving. Again, it could be. It could be they could be changing the way that he's summoned, and uh, the servant could, you know, be around for that. Or, you know, he could just be in the background of something happening, you know. I say he it could be a she. I'm not 100. percent I think I think yeah, I don't think we know. I think John mentioned. I think John mentioned a, a gender, but I, I don't. I don't. Know he sure. he didn't. He oh, yeah. he he was talking about his cousin who's an actor, and he mentioned because I said the same thing. I thought I heard him said he, but then I went back and rewound it, and he was talking about his cousin who's an actor, yeah. just like putting something in perspective. Okay, so the 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 extra could be in the background or something that's happening or whatever. But yeah, I think it's a Feldara. I think, I don't know if it's when they're leaving to go on the great hunt or whatever the case may be. Again, I don't think that they're leaving to go on the great hunt in the first season, but I do think they leave Faldara. So, but yeah, I think it's around there. I think that's what it is. Although the extra is in multiple scenes, right? Yeah. They did mention that multiple episodes. Multiple they, episodes. They, were on set for, they were on set for multiple episodes. All right. So I'm wondering if their scene with, because again, I, and I, this is not to toot my own horn or talk about this too much, but and the way I think it may be happening is that they don't go through the ways uh, in the same way, and that they travel to Faldara with with the Aes Sedai and Loghain. Like that's they're there, so it's possible that the servant is there, and that's a scene that that they're in with Rand and and Matt during traveling, and that because he also mentioned, I think that the the the, the extra shared scenes would, or at least got to see a lot of the Aes Sedai act. As yeah, well. they, he did mention about like I think it's one of his first questions with like thoughts about the cast, and they mentioned like all the some of the cast members and how great they were. Right, so it would have to be something I think that's pretty particular, right, or, or, or like a pretty large scale kind of a thing to see everybody. So, but I think it's really cool. I think like it, it, this is not just an extra; it's an extra who happens to get a really good look at a lot of different parts of of the show, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and the extra is a fan of the books. He he. John goes into the story about how they got how they got onto the show. They were really, literally a fan of the books, and they just kind of, I believe, went to Prague and signed up, and just got lucky, kind of. Um, That's it. But yeah, so and it, this is another person also who raved about the work being done, put into the production by the crew, the sets, the costuming. The word that they used was "it's phenomenal." So again, we're getting that positivity from people firsthand. So that's always, of course, comforting as we were speaking before about Rosamond's comments. Um, the person did say that they got to speak to Yosha between scenes. They said they had a, they had one of the copies of the book with them or were reading it. And Yosha saw that, came over, and they had a, like a short conversation, which is you know, pretty fucking awesome. Definitely. That you get to speak to, to, that you got to speak to him. One of the questions they talked about was about practical effects. And the person mentioned that they are trying to do as much practical effects as possible. Which is, I think we heard that from other people or in other news that we reported. Um, it might have been actually Rafe specifically who said that. Um, and then, yeah, that's about it. They mentioned that they had, a, they think they have about ten to thirty minutes of screen time, but that's again, you don't know because, yeah, I, I, yeah, and that's you have to take that with a grain of salt because you're not going to know until you see the final cut. It could be no screen time. Yeah, I don't might, think they like, could get cut entirely. A lot of. Even like the big actors, some of them might not even have 30 minutes of screen time in, the, in an episode. So I'd be shocked if that person had 30 minutes of screen time. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that was kind of... Um, you guys have any final thoughts on that? 
No, it's great to hear, though, from a, a fan of the books that was on set. Yeah, it's always great to hear from, like, not just some extra who has not doesn't know anything about the books. So yeah. it's always good. When you see somebody like that who's on it, and they were, they're anonymous, so they don't have to. They could have totally trashed it. Yeah, right. And said it was not going to be good. They, they could have totally done that. And they're a fan of the books. And for them to say this and give all this positive feedback, I think it's really a good sign. Yeah. I, I, one other thing on that that I, I agree wholeheartedly is that they said, like, their knowledge of the books allowed them, even when they didn't get context for what a scene was or what was going on, to really know what was happening based on the set work, the costumes, and the characters that are that were there, right? So, like, this person didn't have script pages to know what was happening in a scene, and they may not even be hearing dialogue, depending on how far away they are from the camera and the people talking. So, like, that in and of itself speaks to the quality of work that they're putting into the show that someone could like, Oh, I know this scene because I recognize it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's a, yeah. it's a good sign. Yeah, definitely. Definitely a good sign. Uh, that must've been amazing though. Imagine being on the, being an extra there and like you, like exactly like you said it, like they don't tell you what's going on in the scene, but you start seeing like, Oh, we're at this location these characters are in the scene and then like you're in the scene and people start saying stuff and you're like, Oh my God, this is that scene from that chapter. <laughs> right. That's gotta be so awesome. I wouldn't have been able to keep it together. I probably would have wet myself or something, <laughs> but <laughs> I will admit it. <laughs> oh man. All right. So that's our news for today. Um, so now let's get to what everyone's been waiting for. We have our interview. Um, like I said before, we were lucky enough to be able to talk to Jennifer Chiang Garcia. Here's the interview. I just want to, a couple of things I just want to say is one, we apologize for our giddiness during the interview, but we were super excited. And number two, there were a couple of points, I think maybe two, where her audio kind of got a little wonky and cut out. So we do apologize for that. I, I couldn't really recover it. It wasn't very long. It's maybe like, you know, a second or two. So, you know, apologize for that. But I promise you there's a lot of great stuff in here. So without further ado, our interview with Jennifer Chiang Garcia. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into acting? Ooh, okay, a little bit about myself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> whenever anyone asks me to tell me about myself, I'm like, uh, I'm not that interesting. Um, I was born in a uh, town called Langley. It's about an hour outside of Vancouver in Canada. I grew up on a horse farm. It's a lot of shoveling poop and <laughs> fixing fences and, and all that stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I got in, it was kind of like the natural progression to get into acting because I, I was always performing and I was like, I was that annoying kid sister that was like, look at this, I'm doing this. Like, I don't care. So it was like, you know, and um, I started doing dance, and then um, that was like my passion above all else was was dance. And then um, kind of did a bit of modeling. And then um, after high school, I was uh, looking for a summer job, and my agent at the time was like, "Oh, you should try background." And I mean, in my head, I always thought like, one day I want to be like in the movies. I want to be Sarah Connor. Like, I want to <laughs> do this thing, right? But you know, when you grow up on a farm in Langley, that's never actually yeah. what yeah. you can do. Something you can actually, like an actual option yeah. to do with your life, you know? And so uh, after high school, I started doing background. And when I was there and watching the world, I was just like, I might be crazy, but I'm going to, I'm going to try and do what that person's doing. And then just, right <laughs> So yeah, that's like it. It all went down. Okay, that's awesome. Wow. That's, that's um, yeah. you that's said awesome. background. Is that like extra, like extras? Is that what yeah? You're... Okay, like I never heard that work. before. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Background performers or background artists. Yeah, so it was just a lot of walking back and forth, yeah. and, then, <laughs> and then just kind of fall in love with the hustle and bustle of how it's like to be on a film set, and I, I was hooked. I was addicted. That's awesome. Yeah. So cool. So how did you get this role? Like, what was the audition process like? 
Um, it was super fast um, <laughs> and then super slow. Um, so I heard that they were doing this show and, and that um, the book series was going to come to life. And um, a friend of mine, Justine, she's a, a writer, also one of the writers on the show, talented woman. Um, and she was like, hey, there's, I, heard, I have whispers that you're going to get an email uh, for this character. So I quickly was like reading up on everything. And, and then I, I did the tape audition and sent it off. And then it was, you know, kind of up in the air, not knowing which way they were going to go and this and that. And, oh, my God, the anxiety. I was praying and praying and praying and praying. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally I got the call and it was just like, yes, it's the best, best news ever. That's so awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, so it wasn't, you didn't even uh, have to audition for this. Like you didn't seek this part out. Somebody came to you with this part. So, well, I mean, you know, you always have like your agent and your teams that are seeking mm -hmm. out yeah. and looking for, for jobs. And, and it did kind of all come together because I worked with Justine on the 100 a few okay. years back, and and um, what I've learned in this business too is, you know, you find cool people that you like and that you jive with, and then you you try and and work with them again yeah. because I mean, in any in any industry, you just you want to work with cool people that doesn't make it make you feel like you're working right. every day, you know. Yeah. Cool, cool. Bad enough having to do our jobs, but then having to like deal with yeah. <laughs> other personal dynamics and stuff like that. So yeah. yeah, you find like, you keep your eye on your people and 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 see what happens. But yeah, I was so, so, so fortunate that they thought of me. Did you get an opportunity to audition for any other roles or was it just the one role? It was pretty much that one, I'm tall. So they were like, <laughs> you gotta be tall. <laughs> and I am definitely taller yeah. than like all the rest of the girls, but I love it. They're like it makes you feel like that protector that she's gonna fall into so it's good cool awesome awesome that's cool so you mentioned the 100 and and i just had a curiosity like how is this role i would say how is this role different than other roles that you've played in the past or how is it similar to other roles that you've played in the past did you f find any kind of uh like touch points in reading these scripts and performing these scripts with other roles you've yeah. done yeah i mean there's um there's a vulnerability to her that i can't wait to until we, you know, we really get into, because of my height, because of my fighting background, and you know, I do play a lot of warrior women, and 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 those kind, and and you know, sci-fi is very much my home, mm -hmm. um, and being, you know, ethnically diverse, a good place for me to go is always, and what I've always gravitated towards was science fiction and and fantasy, and so that is, that does mend or melt or melting I don't even think that's the way you would say that but um it does seem to come together with all the other projects like I've done like the 100 and um Minority Report and on the other show that I'm doing right now Van Helsing yeah. you know being a vampire and and all of that stuff and that warrior um my height comes into play a lot too so yeah there's definitely commonalities that that thread through but what I love about Liana in particular is the transition that she's going to go through and how, you know, we, we don't really see a lot of times that kind of transition that a woman can go through and then all the things that happened to her and how that affects her, you know, and she's blue Aja and comes green and how she, you know, goes through all that crap yep. to say the least <laughs> and then comes out yeah. and, and just, you know, a, a real survivor in that sense. And, and um, yeah, so it's, it's, uh, it's going to be yeah. a really amazing journey with. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to skip a question here because you already started getting into this. <laughs> um, so back in December, oh, okay. yeah, back in December, <laughs> you posted a picture on Instagram that you were holding a new spring novel. And this was like one of like the hot button things. People saw this in the wheel of time community and were like, this is awesome. We got something here. So of course I have to ask you, cause everybody asks all of the actors and actresses working on the show. Have you read the books? How many have you read? How much of the story? I've read new spring <laughs> and I have like my trusty wheel of time bible i am trying from the very beginning but like i have add so i'll end up be reading you know and then he's going 
going into how they get to the place and he's describing the room and then I start thinking about dinner and lunch and I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's, definitely, it's a challenging read for sure, but oh, yeah. I'm enjoying it. I'm just taking it like one page at a time. It's a lot. It's a lot of... Yeah. So, and I guess you gave away some, so I guess you already know a little bit more about what's going to happen to the character later on because you mentioned the switch over to green. So Mm. have they, uh, has someone been feeding you, like telling you like basically what's going to happen or they're keeping it? I know maybe some of the actors don't want to know what's going to happen so they can play the character up a little bit. And some maybe want to know what's going to happen to the character. Yeah. There's a part of me that wants to know just because, you know, you want to know, if you're gonna stick around, yeah. you know, <laughs> oh, hang out a little bit longer, <laughs> get to talk to people like you guys, you know, <laughs> you wanna know. But um, at the same time, I do want to be surprised, and I do want her like to feel that natural. So you really feel her experiencing it for mm-hmm. the first time, and in yeah. terms of like giving a more real performance in that sense. But I do have like a little bit of a foundation a little bit of an art a little bit of a knowledge and you know you can't help but you get on in, on the internet <laughs> and you just end up in this thing you're like what <laughs> 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 spoiler alert <laughs> 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 but yeah a little bit i wonder like for for this character for the fact that the character goes through at least in the books i don't i i don't know how it plays out on the page or on the screen how it's going to play out but in the books like her outer character goes through such a transformation from like being very reserved in the beginning to being much more, I guess, aggressive in her, you know, in, in her personality uh, as the mm-hmm. books progress. So is that something that knowing that like kind of helps you play like, hey, this is maybe like a subsumed personality, like you can give hints of it even before? Yeah, it definitely does. Definitely. You know, when you do see her for the first time, how, how reserved she is. And it does help because then you know where you can go and how far you can push it. You know how, you know, like when um, I was getting ready to to shoot for the season, you know, I was like, how, where, where are we seeing her in this story? Is she, you know, awake to certain things or is she just really just trying to keep oblivious, you know, like Stepford, Stepford wife, like I'm just going to concentrate on what Amberlynn Seed's telling me and I'm, you know, I'm trying to keep that those blinders up or is she still, is she noticing? Right. So I wanted to try and find a nice little sweet spot because I always feel that that awareness is there no matter what, like that thing to come out can only come out if it's there to begin with. Mm -hmm. It's not there to begin with, you know, you're always going to be sleepwalking through life. Right. So I wanted to bring a little bit of that, just knowing that there was something else Mm -hmm. inside of her and, so yeah, they definitely, it's it's good to have a little bit of a gauge so you know exactly where you want to go, you know? That's cool. Look, I, this is very interesting. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm already boring you guys? No, no, no I'm no. serious. Like, I'm trying not to like, I'm trying not to be too, you know, ridiculous in my, my, my reactions. This is really interesting. Giddy, stuff. I think <laughs> is the word. Yes, giddy. I'm trying not to be too giddy. I guess. Jen, <laughs> super interesting. Just tell us. <laughs> no, it is. Like, I just want like any time you know a person who's passionate about their craft talks about their craft and talks about like the the intricacies of it like how you manage like you know like you were talking about like how far can i go this way or this way and like that that is very fascinating to me so i i was like get wrapped oh, up in I'm like glad. the answer i was like wait oh no we're doing an interview i have to like come back to reality sorry <laughs> so uh, <laughs> or you're just a re- you're a better actor than i am <laughs> i can't no. believe that to be true so <laughs> all right what's okay um is was this your first time working in the czech republic and like what is it like there Yes, it was my first time um, being there and working there. And it is an incredible, incredible city. Have you ever been to um, like Universal Studios and yeah. seen like Hogwarts and yeah. how they behave? <laughs> it feels like that because everything is just preserved. It feels like you're in a fairy tale. Yeah. I mean, it's it was such a privilege to go there. And, you know, especially now with everything that's gone on since we were shooting Oh my God. Like, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to go over there and and see this, this other world. And the people there are so, so cool. Like 
the coolest people. <laughs> like there's no fronting whatsoever. There's not none of that like, oh hi, I really care what you're saying. Da, da, da. Like they'll come and like, do you want coffee? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're just like on to the next thing. There's something really refreshing about that. that was, but um yeah, no, it's a beautiful, beautiful city and the air and 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 the the vibe of it all. I mean, if you ever get a chance to see Prague, I highly recommend it. Highly, highly recommend it. Beautiful. Cool. Uh, I guess on that, like, um, besides the the atmosphere of Prague itself, I, we've heard some of the other actors talk about the sets, the costuming, like how how I guess they've been impressed by that. How do you, like? Do you have any thoughts about that as well? You've been on other big shows, on other things that have impressive sets, impressive costumes, etc. So how oh, did that? Dude, tie it's, it's breathtaking because you you know you walk on set and you you look at these full-on cities that they build and you walk in there and just like how it takes a hold of you and you and you just think how easily it's going to feel to drop into this place and drop into this character because you're in these incredible costumes and the little detail to everything which just then brings it brings you into that world and you into that space and then you can really just live and then the camera just rolls and catches it all and and um yeah it was it was definitely unlike any production i've ever walked wow. onto i mean every little detail like <laughs> where i'm standing just like the carvings on the floor the details and the little writings on the chairs and you're just like my gosh i can't wait for you guys to see it it's oh, so happy <laughs> it's we're all like smiling from ear to ear. I'm so I know. excited. You guys are gonna love it. We got to see a little teaser the last day that I was there. Oh. And we were just like cheering and oh all crying. Oh man. Oh that's I'm cool. Very excited. <sighs> so um so we know that there's a, a dialect coach coach working on the show and you know in Robert Jordan's world he talks about you know it's very culturally diverse there's people with different costuming and accents and you know did you do you have to do a, a specific kind of accent when you're when you're in the character Yeah I do I have I have um, I was working with uh Naomi and um she's our dialect coach on set and um yeah I have more of like a a UK accent okay a lot that's it's my dream i i break out into this accent yeah. just now in my normal life and my husband's always like oh god oh and I, but yeah yeah she does we yeah. have we all kind of have a little bit of an accent and and rape um our showrunner he's been really um encouraging um if you have your own natural accent if that's something that you you know you want to bring in and we had a lot of choices you know i could have gone with my mexican side i could have gone with my korean side oh wow depending, but you just thought with the collective world and how proper she is and how much she's trying to fit in it would probably be best to go with um a more of a, a more refined um british accent so oh wow that's what i have oh uh, yeah <laughs> i was like we're gonna take a break right <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs> anyways, that's Ozzy. Oh, hey, Ozzy. <laughs> Sorry about that. We got a that's little bummer. Okay. Um, anyways, yeah. Um, so th this is like something the big within the community, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go right into this right now. I have to ask it. So pronunciation is like a huge thing among Wheel of Time and fans. There's so many words in there and names, and people don't know how to argue over pronunciations. There's a glossary. Jordan Robert Jordan said it one way here. How do you how do they pronounce your character's name on the show? <laughs> Liane. Liane. Okay. We had a okay. Liana. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh no, I think Liane. We were Liana. You were saying Liana. 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 Yeah, Liana. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. We're locked in. I know. I, even me, I looked online and saw other, you know, same chats that you were looking at and how they say it differently. And I went and I was like, like, who am I? Am I Leanne? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought you were Leanne. I my name yet. <laughs> but, <laughs> That's no. like step one in yeah. character. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not and sure like, Liane. <laughs> Liane, okay. Or maybe my like my ear didn't catch it correctly, but yeah, Liane. 
Okay. Yeah, no, that's true. that sounds right to me. So yeah. okay, perfect. <laughs> now we have it from somebody, uh, the, the yes. person who's playing the part. We could, we could say Jennifer said Liane. So that's how it's said. Now. Yes. <laughs> the new rules. That's how it's said on the show. That's the new. That's what it's going it. to be. That's the new one. <laughs> so how would you describe like the world of the Wheel of Time? I would describe it as, geez, I would describe it as a sense of freedom because, I mean, like just talking about the, the real world in the Wheel of Time and looking at the different cast members and um, all the different artists that have come together to collaborate on this, you know, I was sitting at the table read and I started getting super emotional because it's, there's just so much unity within our crew, of, uh, our cast and, and all the diversity. Like growing up, I didn't see this much diversity on screen before, you know? And I just imagine how it would have been like if I, you know, saw the here, like Lan, the, the, the hunkiest one of them all is Korean. Like I was like, what? <laughs> Growing up, that was like blown my mind, you know? And you just seeing, like I said, just all the different cultures coming together and how this story really does celebrate that. Because as we're, you know, big topic of conversation now and the trending topic is unity, is coming together, mm -hmm. is right. being one, is, you know, seeing all of these, everyone having a voice and everyone having a place in our story. And that's something that I really love about this whole, this whole production is because mm -hmm. it's kind of mirroring that. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's really an, an honor and a privilege to be a part of that, to be part of this piece of storytelling that, you know, the metaphors within the story. I mean, that's also why we love fantasy and why we love sci-fi is because it's a really, you know, um, comfortable way of having, bringing up certain topics of conversation that can be really awkward or scary to talk about, right? So it's just, I can't say it enough. It's, it's been a real honor and... Um, I really, really hope you guys like it. I really, really hope you guys like it. <laughs> Sounds I don't, like we I, will. I, well, I will. <laughs> yeah. You'll let me know, though. You'll tell me the truth. We will. Yes. We'll yes. let you know. We're like, no, it's, uh, no, I, I, I don't <laughs> I, I have to say, I mean, Joe and Jen and I, we talk about it all the time. Every bit of news that we hear about, you know, casting announcements that they've made, the the, the people on the production that they've that, that the show has gotten has made us feel very confident that like a lot of care is being put in to make it like the okay. kind of show that we hoped it would be. And, and to hear your response that that's, that's really encouraging too. Right. It's, Cause it's not like, that wasn't like a bottled, Oh, it's a great show. It's going to be exciting, whatever. Like, to, to, I don't know, whatever it, it, you're right. It's I, 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 mean, I, <laughs> it is a show. It, it is a story that has a lot of, of resonance. Right. And, and to, yeah. to, 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 for you to feel that way, having actually been on the show and, and yeah. being in it, right? It, that's encouraging to us as fans to, to, to hear that that resonance is, is being picked up in the production, right? Yeah. So that yeah. was, and I mean, me everyone has their story. Like Rafe has his connection to this story and it's so beautiful. And one day, you know, if you guys get the chance to talk to him, you should ask great. him about it. Um, <laughs> it, it is, it's, a, it's, it's a, a project that's very dear to his heart and it comes out and, and you feel that when you're on sex. It's not just like this idea that someone's just trying to, you know, make happen. It, it actually has, is close and has, um, you know, I don't want to sell too much of this story or anything like that, but, you know, it is, it is something that's dear to his heart and our hearts. And we know how, I mean, when you are growing up, a book or a TV show or a character or, you know, those heroes sometimes are your closest friends period you know what i mean like are who you sometimes just want to melt your mind into becoming and, and it's a place of freedom within your world and whatever is going on you know remember when you're like a kid and you would just go to your room and then you pull out your lightsaber or whatever <laughs> it is and you know and you would be that character and that character brought you through whatever hardship in your life and um that is something that is considered every day and in every moment and in every detail with this story. And you can feel it and everybody feels it and yeah. 
cares and so much. So yeah, and I think one of the things I guess that why this is I think such a huge fan following is that there are so many different characters, so there's somebody for everyone to relate to in the yeah. story. Oh, totally, totally. Yeah. So uh, maybe a few weeks ago, we started reading some articles about filming starting back up in the Czech Republic, you know, due to, you know, it was delayed due to COVID pandemic. I'm not sure if you're finished filming your parts yet, but um, do you know if the, when the film is going to start up again? Do you have any? I don't know anything specifically Mm -hmm. um, with Wheel of Time. Um, I start back up on my show where we have a, we're actually filming in Vancouver, so that that works um that we're having a a a, what do you call it like a rough estimate of a start day to be around june 29th and i think there are certain productions i heard that in that are shooting in Prague that are back up yeah i think so that's i think the last thing that i heard Mm -hmm. i know they're definitely trying and they want to finish off the season um but you know want to do it as safely and as responsible as possible yeah but I know that's uh, that the only thing I know is that that's something that they're actively trying yeah. to do. And hopefully <laughs> everything works out and we can do it and figure out our ways. But yeah, I think so for sure. Well, that's good. I think. All right. So my last question, I feel like you already answered it all your other things because my last question was you know the fact that all these fans are have been waiting for the show for a long time they're really anxious uh what can you make us feel at ease but i feel like every answer that you've given us has made us feel at ease so i feel like i don't want to have to ask you that again i I, (laughs) um i don't know i joe do we have any other do you have any other questions? I, I have a question that I thought of. So, I, you know, as we were talking, I noticed, you know, you have the tattoos. And then I started thinking of in the Lord of the Rings, when they made the Lord of the Rings movies, all of the fellowship got like the actors got tattoos. Um, yeah. Has has there any been discussion about that on set yet? Have you guys <laughs> getting real time tattoos? We've talked about it a little bit. We've <laughs> talked about it a little bit. Um, I think I'm the only one that has this many tattoos. But yeah, we've definitely like... Priyanka and I have definitely thought about it. (laughs) We need to figure out what it is. Like maybe it's like the snake ring or something like that. But we talked about it a little bit, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think um, I'm a little more, um, I guess, less afraid of my mistakes being on me forever. (laughs) I don't know how other people feel. I'm all, I'm game. I'm game. If anyone else wants to, if you guys want to, let's let's do it. I, I already I? have a wheel time tattoo. Do you? Yeah. Oh my gosh! Can we see it? Or is it? Wait. Is it? No. It's on my back. <laughs> it's a. It's a. Hold on a second. Let's see. Look at this. You gotta show oh, it. Hey. <laughs> Go ahead, Joe. You're in for a penny, in for a pound. Holy bro! Look at that. Lean up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. There you go. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> you guys know? No, I know. I, I recommend Liane has my heart. Right? Well, there's always time now. There's time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I imagine as you know, as the show progresses, there'll be tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> it might be. You might all have to get a show tattoo. Where did you get that, Joe? I got this one. Oh my god. Almost 20 years ago, I think. Oh my, god. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like 15 maybe, 15 years ago, 15 to 20 years ago, yeah. I've known you too long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just okay, remember I what he got. You guys, is there anything about Liane that you would like to see? Oh, that's a good question. I think more so, maybe not so much in the beginning, but I think when she does change that character change, I'm definitely looking forward to that. What Tom was saying before about her her changing character and how she kind of becomes a little bit more free with herself and a little bit more aggressive as a person. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing that for sure. Yeah. When she wakes up to her feminine wilds. I I, I think we have, I think when we talked about the character, we talked about how she learned like the art of seduction from her aunt or something as a child or something like that. I like though, there's a lot. It's so crazy because I had this wild aunt that kind of gave me this like art of seduction book. That's funny. Oh, wow. When I read that, I was like, yes. Yeah, the the quote the quote I have it here because we just you know did the show about the character is that uh, her aunt used to say that men are better sport than hawks. 
<laughs> Her aunt is fierce. I want a flashback with that aunt. <laughs> I want to see a flashback with that aunt to yeah, see how right. that conversation went. <laughs> Oh, wow. That'd yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't want to chew up all of your time, Jennifer. I, I appreciate so much that you did this for us, with us. Oh, man. I really appreciate you guys and reaching uh, out. And, you know, it, it means a lot. It means a lot to us. Yeah, thank <laughs> you so much. I can't wait for you guys to see it. And then we can talk more about stuff and, and yes. more details be awesome. without being so abused. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're hoping, uh, hopefully, hopefully it doesn't, not, things don't get too far delayed. So, Yeah, yeah but yeah. if you're willing to do so, uh, you know, I, I imagine you're going to have a lot more requests for your time once the show is is on. <laughs> but we would love to have you back on when, when, when your episodes are oh, aired and, and talk about uh-huh. it. Yeah. That'd be terrific. I'd love to come back for sure. Thank you. And so maybe much. if we're all back in Prague or something, we could do like a, a group thing. I'll get like Priyanka to join awesome. me. That would be, that would be awesome. <laughs> that would be amazing. Thank well, you so much. Aja, uh, water <laughs> yeah. party. <laughs> when, when, yeah, when you're when you become green, you you and Priyanka are, uh, together. Now, oh yeah, we green cannot sisters. wait to tear it up. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, awesome. Thank you guys so much thank you. for everything. Thank you thank so, you so much for doing uh, this, Jennifer. We really appreciate it. Oh, man. It was, a, it was an honor. Thank you so much. Right, thank thank you. you. All right, stay okay. safe, all right? Yeah, stay all right, safe. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye. Oh, my God. That was a great interview, wasn't it? That was awesome. I was really, oh, really man. good. <laughs> I know. It's – I'm – I don't know what to say about it. So, so this, everybody, this interview was done over a week ago, almost two weeks ago, I think by the time this episode is going to release. Yeah. So we've just, we've just kind of come down from it right now. (laughs) So, (laughs) so um, I want to get your guys just thoughts, like a look back, quick recap of things that popped out to you in the interview that you wanted to, that you noticed or wanted to talk about. Jen, is there anything specific in there that stuck out to you? Uh, first of all, I thought she was really cool and funny. I really liked um, what she said about the sets and how intricate everything was, like down to the carvings on the chairs and the rug and like how easy it was for her to drop into the set um, as an actress. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. I also liked everything she was saying about like how characters in a book can kind of become your friend and you just like escape into them. So even though she hasn't, read a lot of the series she's a reader she seems like a reader and she feels like she's one of us like our people so i like that about her too everything yeah, she, i think everything she said was ahead, like just great i loved all of it yeah you're you know that's a good point that she does feel like she's one of us she she seems like she's totally into it and sold on it and she's done a lot of like sci-fi and fantasy type characters before so this is in a new genre to her of course, I was happy to hear her pronounce her name. Right. So we were, we were, I think, all saying it wrong because everyone was saying Liana, but it's Liana. Yeah. I want. I want to bring it up. It is now. Oh yeah. Well, it is now. I want to bring up one other thing because she mentioned Lan in one of her answers, but what she was saying was like very seemed like a very emotional moment for her, and it was a very deep answer. So I didn't want to be like, "Hey, you said Lan. I thought it was Lan." Well, she said Lan. She said Lan. Yeah, Lan. All right, so I don't which know. Is what I feel I, like it's going to be somewhere in the middle of Lan and Lan. Like, it's going to float yeah. depending on who's saying it. That's my feeling. I, re- I do regret not asking her to do her accent, oh. her Liana <laughs> accent. You know, after the interview, I thought, oh, man, we should have had her do her accent. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, but I yeah, feel like that was seems... a little too, like, I, I, I thought about it while we were doing it. And I was like, no, nah, it's a little too much, like dance i i, I it, it, she wasn't <laughs> right she, she wasn't there to perform for us like that'll be for the next one you know <laughs> see if we can get some yeah. conversations well, on, we'll uh, already have heard it by the then, hopefully yes. um i thought i thought it was terrific as well um you know her 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 personality was amazing and i didn't know what to expect or anything like that at all so i was very very happy with that i thought she was surprisingly open and not at all guarded about like giving answers. And I know that these things are secretive and I don't think she, she spoiled much at all, if anything, but it was a very, it was a very uh, kind of an open conversation, which I really appreciated. One thing I will yeah. say, she mentioned that she had, uh, she had read Dude Spring and I'm wondering if that's like, 
if that is, at least is an indication that they, because we've talked about the possibility or whatever, that they are going to be doing some flashback scenes. Yeah, I mean, we all thought it was a foregone conclusion with the casting of Kareen Nagashi since she only appears in New Spring. I mean, obviously they could be changing stuff, but, you know, it always comes back to there's like, you know, 500 named Aes Sedai in the series. Why pick her mm-hmm. if you're going to bring her into the present time? Um, so I do. I think so, too. I did note that she said land. Um, <laughs> so, so that was cool, too. Maybe just Daniel Henney doesn't know how to pronounce his own name. That's a possibility. That's so, right. yeah. So I agree on all counts. She was awesome. She was amazing to talk to. I can't wait to talk to her again if we get the chance. You know, some people might listen to the interview and say, oh, why didn't you ask this? And why didn't you ask that? We wanted to ask questions that we knew she could answer. Right. <laughs> you know, we weren't going to ask like, is this scene in the series? Did you shoot this? Is what this character there? The Who's cast as this? <laughs> Yeah, who's men in the, you know, we wanted to ask questions that we knew she would answer mm-hmm. and that she could answer. So I just want to say that. I think we got ah, some, yeah. I wouldn't, like Tom said, I wouldn't consider anything a spoiler, but I think we got deeper into the world of the story of the book. Of yeah, the the, the, there was something, I should have wrote this down. There was something she said when I was re-listening to it yeah. that I noted that I didn't notice the first time. And I was like, oh, she kind of gave something away. It wasn't anything big, but I forgot what it is. So was I don't it what you I'm told sure me before? Pick it up. About the Amerlin? Oh yes, that's what it was. Yeah, she did mention that she did mention um, the Amerlin, like she was had scenes with her. So that was it. Thank you, Jen, for so, so much for reminding me about that. <laughs> so it's so she did mention the Amerlin, and it sounded like she mentioned it in the you know with in the regards of that she had a scene with her. So I think we've got a swan. Do we know? Is it Maria Dor Kennedy? Is it somebody else that they just haven't announced? We don't know, but it sounds like they've cast her and she's in, obviously, the show. Yeah, yeah, it's a good, it's a good thing. I mean, uh, to, to echo Joe's point about like, why don't we try and like prior for for spoiler details? One, we didn't think that was the appropriate thing to do, and two, like I really found the, you know, I, I really found it interesting to have her talk about like more like from an actor's point of view, like how she approached it, how she was, you know, the impressions that she had in the show. But it does, that kind of stuff excites me. And the fact that like she, that she felt like so passionate about doing it and that it struck such a huge chord with her is just another good sign. This is going to be something that's high quality. Yeah. I wish you guys agreed. could have seen, or maybe you will one day, but see our faces because we're just all like smiling like idiots for the entire the entire interview, especially when she said too that they saw like some kind of a teaser. Oh my god, we were all like, uh-huh. "Oh man!" <laughs> you know, like really can't wait to see yeah. something. All right, guys. So I'm gonna wrap it up here. There's a few things I wanted to mention at the end here. I promised DT I would mention. There's a Watt fandom calendar out that uh, if those of you who know, we we mentioned this before. The Watt trivia challenge Discord server. They opened up or created a Watt fandom calendar and a Discord um, server. So basically, the idea is that all the content creators have access to this calendar that they could post all the all of their events and you know live recordings and episodes and whatever kind of things they got going on. They could post it all in one spot. And that anybody who's a fan can access the calendar and just see what's going on in like the Watt community. So I'm going to put the link in our show notes to both the calendar and the Discord server. So go check that out. We've already posted our stuff on there. A lot of the other content creators have started posting their stuff on there. So it's kind of like a one-stop shop for the Watt community. Also, Tom, check out him on Audio Dungeon on 8.30 Eastern Time on Wednesdays on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Mm-hmm. And anything else I missed? No, I think uh, that's it, right? Yo, know, if you want to watch, if you really are bored, I got interviewed for for Audio Dungeon. It's on Facebook. Uh, it was done uh, on Thursday night last Thursday, uh, so when we we're recording it yesterday. So if you follow Audio Dungeon on Facebook, you can see me get interviewed for a half an hour or so uh, about that show. I take fan questions and things like that, and that was pretty fun. And I'll, you know what? I'll drop that link in the show notes too. I just have to remember to do all this. <laughs> yeah so check that out next week we'll be back with uh part two of our wheel of time history we're gonna start we're gonna go into the the fall into the shadow and the war of the shadow and the gen we're hitting we're gonna be talking about the boar finally oh finally yeah. yes so next yes. week we'll be back you'll hear the rustling of papers two. as i go through all my boar questions <laughs> yeah we hope it doesn't bore you yeah. <laughs>
Oh, just cut it out. Cut it right out. <laughs> no, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put laughter in the background there. Yeah. <laughs> hope you do. <laughs> You're gonna need it. Yes. All right. So thanks everyone for listening, and you'll hear us next time. 